The second reading of the scriptures for today is from a third chapter of John, verses 22 to 36. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he spent some time there with them and baptized. John also was baptizing at Ananan and Salem because the water was abundant there, and the people kept coming and were being baptized. John, of course, had not been, yet been thrown into prison. Now a discussion about the purification arose between Joseph's disciples and a Jew. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one that was with you across the Jordan, to whom you testified, here he is baptizing, and all are going to him. John answered, No one can receive anything except what has been given from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. For this reason, my joy has been fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. The one who comes from above is above all the one who is of the earth, belongs to the earth, and speaks about earthly things. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, yet no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted his testimony has certified this, with God is true. He whom God has spent, sent speaks the words of God, for he gives a spirit without message, measure. The Father loves the Son and has placed all things in his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but must endure God's wrath. Here ends the reading of the scripture for today, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I've always had a very competitive spirit. If you, if you uh, compete against me, I'll try very hard to beat you and beat you good. Now that was my attitude as a boy and as a youth. Well, of course, in any game, in any competition, you want to win. I mean, why do you compete if you, if you don't want to win, then why compete? But you see, my, my competitive spirit was so intense back then that it really inhibited me. It actually enslaved me. If I didn't think that I could beat you, then I wouldn't even compete against you. I, wouldn't step in, I would not step into a competition against you if I was afraid there was any chance 
of you, of you beating me, because I had to beat you. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I had to beat you. So this uh, very strong competitive spirit, this need to always win, to always have to be the winner, it actually kept me from competing in high school sports, as well as doing other competitive things as I was growing up. I simply wouldn't try to compete against anyone who I thought might possibly beat me. Now back in junior high school, or what we now call middle school, I was a pretty good wrestler. I would go to the junior varsity wrestling practices, and, and it, it was a very challenging experience to go to those uh, practices. Guess what our coach's name was? George Custer, that was his name. And I'll tell you, he was every bit as rough and tough and mean as General George Armstrong Custer was, I swear. I mean, he really, really pushed us really hard uh, during those practices. I kept going. It was tough, it was difficult, but I kept going until, until I learned that I would be wrestling in front of an audience before the varsity matches. I simply couldn't bear the thought of losing a match in front of a bunch of people. I especially couldn't bear the thought of getting pinned in front of a crowd of people. I stopped going to practices. I stopped going to the practices. Now I'm glad to say that with God's gracious help, <clears throat> I've learned to push against this competitive spirit of mine. I've learned that it is simply a form of pride, of self-centeredness. God has taught me not to be afraid of, not to be embarrassed by defeat, by failure. You see, fear of failure due to a hyper but very immature competitive spirit often keeps us from being successful, of coming out with success. Now, in our scripture reading today, we see competitiveness at work. John the Baptist's disciples are disappointed because Jesus and his disciples are baptizing people as well as John baptizing people. And guess what? More people were going out to Jesus' baptismal services than were coming to John's baptismal services. And that really upset John the Baptist's disciples. John's disciples were exhibiting a corporate competitive spirit. You know, groups of people compete with other groups of people for followers, for business ends, for political power, <clears throat> and they were losing. They weren't getting the crowds that they used to get. Jesus was getting those crowds. You know, a corporate or group competitive spirit can create very ugly human tragedies. Let me share one with you, one very close to my heart and my life experience. Because of a very competitive edge, because of the competitive edge that my alma mater, Penn State University, wanted to maintain with other universities, top leaders of the school chose to turn the other way as children 
young boys were abused by a person with a lot of influence and a lot of power on the campus, one of the assistant football coaches. For major leaders at Penn State, the athletic competitive edge as a university was more important than the lives of those boys. Now John the Baptist had to remind his disciples that there was no competition here with Jesus and his disciples as to who could draw the biggest crowds or baptize the most people. This, not what this is about, John had to tell them. And he reminds his disciples that he's already said that he's not the Messiah, John's not the Messiah, implying that he had said already that Jesus was the Messiah. And he explains that Jesus' effectiveness in his ministry is because of all the gifts and talents and abilities that his Heavenly Father had given to him. John the Baptist says he, he's a part of Jesus' team. He's not in competition with Jesus. He's a part of Jesus' team. He says that Jesus is the bridegroom. The church is the bride. And John the Baptist's joy is simply in hearing, simply hearing the bridegroom's voice as he, as he shares his vows with his, with his bride. John says that he and his ministry must decrease, even as Jesus' ministry must increase. John the Baptist was perfectly fine with that scenario because he simply wasn't in any way in competition with Jesus. Now John, the Gospel writer, expands on what John the Baptist says. John's message is pretty simple. Become a part of Jesus' team or suffer the consequences. No one can win by trying to compete with by pushing against Jesus, by going against Jesus. John tells us that there's a major difference between Jesus and every other human being that's ever been born. Jesus is from heaven, he's of heaven, whereas the rest of us are of the earth, we're from the earth. We can't compete with Jesus. We simply can't try to compete with Jesus and expect to win. We're not made of the right stuff to be able to do that. We simply cannot compete with someone from heaven. None of us is smart enough, experienced enough, powerful enough to push against Jesus. In the end, Jesus is always going to win. The wise person, rather, will bow the knee to Jesus and ask him for the privilege of being a part of his team. The wise person will live to prove that Jesus truly is the Lord of life. He can be trusted, he can be followed, he can be obeyed. It is impossible to beat Jesus Christ. It is impossible to push him aside. It is impossible to run from him. John tells us that joining Jesus' team, being a part of his church, allows us to win in this life 
and in the life to come. Through Jesus, we have eternal life. Through him and in him, we are forever winners. We are forever champions because Jesus is the champion of the human race. Without him, without Jesus, we are forever losers. We are forever losers. And so John says, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but must endure God's wrath. Amen. Amen.